If what you were saying about the rumors around town are true, and that like there's other people who have also gone missing and similar MOs with like the blood and it all leads up to a singular location and then stops abruptly, that to me, that's where the door is opening. It seems like these people were experiencing trouble sleeping or sleep paralysis. Like, is this thing just like a literal sleep paralysis monster? At least some of the people I heard about were going to that Myriads meeting, MSG. Have you or Kennedy been to the Myriad support group meetings? Yeah, I, I go pretty regularly. I think it might be good to look into this MSG situation, and I know someone who's been going. Wait, you know somebody who's been going? Do you think that they might be in danger? Kelly, you are making your way up the stairs into your apartment. There is a new door. Ah! You are oblivious to a hand that stretches out and then begins to pull them down the stairs. Nami runs down and with two hands grips onto the hilt of the sword and swings down with the flames with like the pink flickering coming off of it. You see a tall silhouette. Its hand closes on the knob and with a slam, the door closes, erasing it all at once from the wall of your bedroom. Fuck! We need to have a meeting at the very least. Tell her that if she's willing to talk about the cryptid, then that could be useful in getting her sentence reduced. What? Uh, what's this about? Turning in the cryptid? Talking about the oh, cryptid? Um. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Pest Control, an actual play podcast with Q Times. I'm your GM, Sam. I use he, him pronouns. And this week, we are continuing our game of Monster of the Week, our second season. This season is focused on the community of Norfolk, which is a town that is being subsumed by a larger city, has sort of hemmed it in with highways and suburbs. Some tenets that we are gonna be trying to stick to this season are number one, show the community, show your connection to it, show where it comes together and show where it is fraying. And number two, Show the world of the myriads. Show how the world is different now since they came onto the scene in ways both complex and mundane. I also feel like I want to read over the hunter agenda because we haven't done that in a while. So just as a reminder to the hunters and to me, the hunter agenda is act like you're the hero in this story because you are. Make your own destiny, find the damn monsters and stop them, and play your hunter like they're a real person. All right, Cass, do you want to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm William, they, them, and I'm playing Kelly Aberdeen, he, him, and it is the Crooked Playbook. Hey, I'm Jonas here, generally pronouns they, them, and uh, I'm playing Rabbit Moon, generally pronouns he, they, though they will depend on the circumstance and the personality of Rabbit at the time. Rabbit is the shape changer, a. And I'm Sam. I use she, they pronouns, and I'm playing Nami, who uses she, her pronouns, and it's the Divine Playbook. So we talked briefly off mic between sessions that y'all wanted to start with Elio rather than with the high school, like we had discussed last session. So with that in mind, Kelly, Rabbit, and Nami, you are riding Rabbit's motorcycle Thumper to Elio's address. 
I'm curious what the vibe is as the wind whips through, you know, at least a couple people's hair, because <laughs> we've decided that there is only one helmet amongst the three of you. I'm curious what the vibe is, especially between Nami and Kelly, because where we last left you, uh, there was there was some tension about Nami maybe having told the police about the cryptid or that she knew the cryptid. So what is the vibe on this motorcycle ride to Elio's house? Kelly is not talking to anybody. <laughs> Nami is sitting in the sidecar with her hands up and going, wee, but quietly because it's 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> okay. I think Rabbit is additionally very quiet. <laughs> I think he's sort of sorting through his now kind of overwhelmingly large to-do list of, I guess, four items on it. But he's just like trying to plan out when can I do this? When can I do this? Oh, God, I have so much I have to do. And the town is going to die tonight. Like, So he's just like basically in his head, just kind of sorting through stuff and not talking unless he must. Then you pull up outside of this house. I'm picturing it as kind of like a, a two-story. There's like a big garage maybe on the first story next to the front door. The lights are off inside. There's no sign of anyone being up and around this late at night. And there are two cars parked in the driveway. All is quiet here. Y'all can hear the buzzing of the electric sodium street lamps and the crickets and, and maybe some ravens cawing, but there's not much going on. So there's a couple cars out here. I want to see, especially if I can like figure out if I recognize the cars or can ascertain any, any information about who specifically might be here. I guess I want to read a bad situation. I don't think you need to read a bad okay. situation. I think you would you would know this because we talked about you and Elio having like gone to a bar and then, sure. you know, maybe you know, basically knowing them. Yeah. This is Elio's car and his partner's car. Okay, cool. So that's normal. Do I see any signs, I guess, of like any signs of life inside? No, but it is 2.30 a.m. Fair. Yeah. All right, gang. Um, I don't know. It's it's kind of past the knocking hours, but it's never really a good time to sneak in. So what do y'all think? Kelly just gets off of the motorcycle and starts walking towards oh. the house. Okay. Um, oh. Well. Okay. Right. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Nami, you, Come on, uh, you you good, Nami? It's not like you were screaming a little bit on the on the ride, or was that fun? Oh, I just really like riding on the motorcycle. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just want to make sure if you ever get too scared, you can always you know if you need the helmet, we can we can take turns and I should really get more. We should probably go up to the house, but I should okay. get more helmets. Why? Why? Yeah. Well, to protect our fragile, squishy brains inside the skulls. Kelly, what are you doing? I'm going to see if I can ascertain, like, maybe, like, looking in through windows or something like that, where a room would be, like a bedroom. Sure. Even even if it's up, like, on, if it's, like, a second-story house or something, yeah. I'm, I'm climbing stuff. This feels like investigative mystery to me. Okay. I shall roll that. Then that's going to be an eight. Okay, on a seven to nine, hold one. Let's see here. Do we, do we have to read through all the questions every time we we do this? Or I I was planning on phasing that out now that we're a couple episodes in. Cool, great, sounds good. Yeah, I think at this point all our listeners love us so much they've started playing their own games and they have the rules memorized. So hopefully this game rules. You yeah. should go play it. <laughs> I'm just gonna do what happened here. Great. Then here's what I'll tell you. 
you search the lower level of this house first and you don't see anything that looks like a bedroom. There is a window that peers into what looks like an office space with like a computer and bookshelves and things like that. There's another one that peers into the side of the garage probably. And you can see that has been largely decked out with like magician's gear. There's like stuff laying on workbenches and like little fake flowers for lapel flowers sitting off to one side and um, you know, cards laid out those little wands, you know, with the white tip. Mm -hmm. And there is also a cape that is like hanging on a coat hook, but you don't see any sign of a bedroom. So you climb up a drain pipe that is around the back of the house and you can peer into what appears to be the bedroom here. And there are two people sleeping peacefully in bed. So the answer to what happened here is nothing Nothing. so far. (laughs) Nothing. That's cool. Sigh of relief, kind of like up there. And then just like climb back down immediately. Okay. And go back to to find Nami and Rabbit, who who I assume are are moving towards the house at this point. Yeah. I have to imagine you two are standing near the front door now. Yeah, I think Rabbit probably tried calling calling Elio again, just just out of like politeness and hope. But I assume that same thing happened. No answer. No. And Kelly, you probably saw Elio just like like half asleep, their phone buzzing on their bedside table, like reach over and just like smack their phone <laughs> to get it to turn off. Yeah. So I hop down. I, I come over to, to Nami and Rabbit and I'm like, they're fine. Everything seems fine here. That's that's great news. Like, like they're not home. You saw them. They're okay. They're no, they're, they're home. Here? I saw them. Okay. They're in bed. Uh, oh, oh, that's good. I'm glad they're okay. Um, I don't know. I so, I still feel I don't. Uh, it part of me is like, okay, cool. We can go. We can move on with you know figuring out what's going on here. But at the same time, I'm like, should we leave them alone? Because I mean, what if this is the last time they're going to be safe tonight without our interference? You know, I. Oh. Okay. I wish we could be well, everywhere at once. Why is that none of our powers? Yeah, just you stake this place out, and then and then I'll go to the school, and then Nami, you can go hang out with your friends, the police, and uh, tell them all about all the things we're doing. Um, I'm not friends with the police. They were asking me questions, and so I went. I answered them. Yeah, if if I could, I mean, Kelly, I I understand, and you do have a good point, but. Y- I, I don't think Nami did anything like bad or on, on purpose or anything. I think we can cut her a little bit of slack. I, I feel like she understands now, right? Yeah, I understand. Oh, no, no, that's a good point. As long as you only do bad things on accident. Well, yeah. Everything's forgiven. I mean, you know? and learn from them, I guess. Just, I just, I don't think we have time to make each other feel bad about things that have already happened. Unless we can do something about it. Oh, I've got time. D- hard disagree, blood everywhere, Kelly. I'm sorry, but blood's everywhere in this town and we don't have time for bullshit, okay? We have to like oh, okay, stay together Rabbit. and No, no, you're right. We no, have to so we have, I mean when, we, when Nami accidentally lets everybody know that you're a shapeshifter and everything, so that'll that'll be fine. Nami, please don't do that. I wouldn't do that. I didn't even say that you were the cryptid. Yeah, but you said you're friends. It, okay, uh, it's all right. I thought it's I was right. really clever about it, Kelly. All right, I, 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 I answered their question without saying the whole truth, and that was really smart. And I feel like I'm getting a lot of grief here for something that was. I should be getting like a little bit of like a job, Nami. You did a pretty good thing considering your circumstances. You know, I just want to say that. We would be getting through all this stuff so much faster 
and and we'd be able to go to location to location if you hadn't put a mark on your back, broken someone out of jail, and told them that you were friends with the cryptid. I I just feel like. What do we gain from bringing this up again and again? Are you? Do you want her to do something different now? Do you, are you trying to give her advice? I are you, do. Are you, are you, you just trying what? to Moving roast your friends, forward. Kelly? Come on! Rabbit's like getting loud outside the house right now. Moving forward, I would. A light turns on. Wait, stop yelling. In Elio's house. Oh, come on. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Well, here, next time. So, Nami will talk to the police. You'll shout. In the middle of the night to wake people up. What's the bad thing I should do on accident? Push your friends away. The door opens and Elio is standing there in a in a robe looking out at the three of you and and with just like like rubbing sleep from his eyes and just being like. Um. What rabbit? Yeah, rabbit. Gonna like walk towards the house, like as like well, walk straight up to Elio as he comes out. Yeah, what is? Why are you? You have to. It's so late. Elio, Elio, listen. I, I, I don't know much, and I can't even tell you everything that I do think I know. We're still working this out, but I'm, I don't think, I'm not positive that you might not be safe. I just came to make sure that you're safe now, and it seems like you're okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm worried about. The people in this town that are like us, and I'm worried about you especially. Why are you shouting? Because I was mad at my friend. I'm sorry. I'm working that out. That that doesn't to do with you. That's just interpersonal. Don't worry. But I I, I lost control of my volume, and I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to wake you. But since I have, I just hasn't. Have you noticed anything weird around you? Have you noticed being followed or anything? You or your partner or anyone in your? Have group? you been having sleep paralysis? Sleep paralysis. Yeah, have you or your Who partner? are you? Who am I? That's my friend. Okay. Hi. 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 I'm 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 Elio and they kind of like he he kind of squares his shoulders a little bit and says the drippy one, you know. <gasps> oh yeah, yeah the from, the ads. Yeah. from the ads. Yes, yeah, have you seen yeah, the ads? Yeah. yeah, they Yeah, I showed them. Um <clears throat> So, uh are you are you going to can can you all just like leave? Have Look, you I or your partner been having sleep paralysis? Can is, you answer my question? It is an important no. question. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, no. Great. Are you saying no, you can't answer the question or no, you haven't had sleep paralysis? No, I haven't had sleep paralysis. And you know for a fact your partner hasn't had sleep paralysis? I, I'm pretty sure no. I, I we, They haven't brought it up. Okay. Elio, listen. That Can might you talk change. about I, everything? Sorry. I feel like I'm being grilled here at 2.30 a.m. for no reason. Elio, you are, and it's not for no reason. And Rabbit, like, puts a hand on Elio's forearm. Listen, something's happening in town. I think that myriads are being targeted, okay? I don't know everything. I don't know if you're in danger or not, but I need you to do something for me, okay? I need you to go up there, just check in with your partner, make sure they're not experiencing sleep paralysis, okay? And then I might call you with more information, and if I do, it will be crucial, I promise, okay? So I need you to be ready to answer. And if you notice anything scary or weird or you free, or anything just out of the ordinary, please call me because we're trying to take care of this and I don't want you or anyone else to get hurt tonight. Kelly's going to go like right up to, to Elio and actually kind of push Rabbit to the side. Uh, 
this, you'll probably win this, but I feel like Rabbit would uh, resist that. It, it's not. I'm not. I'm just like bud- budging in front of you. That's it. I'm not. Well, like, I was literally going to put Rabbit between you and Elio. Oh, I see. So if you're trying okay. to push Rabbit aside, that might. I mean, that can just be a moment too. But yeah, I. I think Rabbit's feeling a little bit. Hey, let me talk to my friend right now. I'd rather that be a moment of RP rather than a roll. So yeah. what okay. what happens here between the two of you? I mean, I'm happy. Kelly's stronger than Rabbit, I think, generally, or at least able to use their physical strength more effectively. So I'm happy to say that Rabbit does get pushed aside and just clearly is miffed about it. I hate the drippy one just to put your mind at ease. Any Anything weird, like heavy quotes, like air quotes, anything weird, suspicious stuff. We're talking glass, we're talking doors appearing out of nowhere in your house, and we're talking sleep paralysis. I don't want you to start thinking every little thing that happens in your house is going to come and get you. So I just want to be really clear right now that the only way that we have seen anything happen that we are personally suspicious about is like these things. These are the markers of people being attacked or, you know, sought after. So as long as those things aren't happening, I think that you can probably get a good night's sleep with your partner. Elio, like, moves around you to talk to Rabbit and says, Rabbit, are are your friends monster hunters? No, we're just concerned citizens. Listen, I'll let you know if any of that stuff happens. I'll let you know, Rabbit. And they, like, look over at Kelly. Kelly walks, just backs off. Yeah. And my friend was right. That's the stuff to look out for. But anything weird, please, I will be ready for a call. But also, I don't want you out here, like, yelling and and I'm trying to sleep. I have a performance in the morning. Like, my partner is trying to sleep. They have work in the morning. You can't just come here and do this. Like, we're friends, but we're not. I know. This isn't. Don't do this again. Rabbit just like just starts crying a little bit, and it oh, is. Oh, hey, hey, no, it's not. I'm just. Is Elio a hugger? <sighs> Sam is Elio. Yeah, oh, okay, Elio's yeah. Rab- Rabbit does just like go in for a hug and kind of like presses his face into Elio's chest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I know. It's there's a lot going on. I won't do this again. I just was. I just wanted to make sure you were okay, and then I got really upset and I got loud. I, I I'll I'll be more careful. I just don't want you to get hurt. Hugging Elio is like hugging Jello, mm-hmm. but there is no like you don't come away wet uh-huh. or anything. It is just like like that is the that is the consistency of like the hug. Mm-hmm. I feel like it is very like warm and nice. Like uh-huh. it's kind of like I feel like it's kind of nice. <laughs> does does Elio like because Elio like appears human, right? Like has like yeah. like human mm-hmm. like, yeah like. So uh, d- does does Elio also like deform to the hug and then reform when I break away like hugging Jello or is it purely just like he's squishy? I think he distends a little bit when you mm-hmm. hug him, but what? it is not like he doesn't like form around you. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like but I it, think but it is. He definitely like 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 a. I don't. Yeah. I, th- I he think like we're he like you can thing, feel yeah. him kind of like press in where you are are squeezing onto like you his his body has yeah has some like squish or some like whatever mm-hmm. and I also think Elio in my mind is is sort of like a larger person yeah. mostly this is just him being a myriad but also this is a, a consequence of like 
this is what happens when you hug like a larger person. Like yeah. they're a little squishy and it's nice. Yeah. Big soft hug. Big soft hug. Exactly. And he lets you go and, and says, look, rabbit, it's it's fine. Okay. I, I'm not, it's, I'm not mad. It's fine. I just. Oh, I know. Like. You know, you, you're, you're fine. You, what you said was normal. I'm just really high strung and emotional right now. You're fine. Don't worry. You didn't. You didn't. You, you didn't. You three. I mean, no offense, but you three should get some sleep. Like mm. it's it's late. <laughs> I I realize that things are uh, stuff's happening. I, you know, I was at the Aruna house, so I, I I know something's going on. But I don't know if it's that that ace person or if it's someone else. But no, you're right. I feel like maybe you three are not functioning on all cylinders. That's that's all I'm saying. I. No, you're absolutely right, Elio. We are uh, all a little worn out and probably need to sleep. But I know you were at Ace's house, but you weren't in Ace's house. So we're going to have to do what we got to do. Okay, I don't don't know what that means, but I, I trust you. I'll keep my phone on me. Please don't just come outside my house yelling. Okay, I promise. I'm sorry. Sleep safe, okay? Okay. Nice meeting you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice meeting you both. Likewise. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Good night. Sorry. Good night. Night. And Elio closes the door. As soon as Elio closes the door, Kelly's like, "Oh, we, you were at the house, but you weren't in it. Are you serious?" So I, I think we we we've established that like Kelly's usually wearing the helmet, and would Kelly have like left it at, with the motorcycle probably? Yeah. So yeah, Rabbit just kind of walks past Kelly and puts the helmet on, and then puts the keys in the ignition and waits. Okay. And Kelly gets over in the sidecar. Oh, oh, no! Uh, Nami will hop on the back, I guess. I love you, William. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, it was so funny when you said you were just concerned citizens because I was literally in my head. I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, there was a moment where I was like, I, I, I almost feel like Kelly would be like interrupt and be like, no, we're just concerned citizens. But I was yeah. just like, I was like, I want to keep this down. I want to keep it down. And then you said it like as I was thinking it. I was like, oh, I love this moment where Kelly and Rabbit are fighting and also still the same. Like, <laughs> like still obviously have reason <laughs> to be friends. This is how real stuff works. <laughs> Y'all are back on the motorcycle. Where are you headed now, Rabbit? Are you headed to the high school or are you are you guys headed home? The high school. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we our plan was to hit up both these places, right? Okay, so I think great. If, unless anyone else is saying anything, Rabbit's just going to drive to the high school once everyone's buckled in. So Sounds good. <laughs> I feel like the vibes have gotten worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As it's gotten later and we've gotten more stressed out, who could imagine? Yeah. The vibes are rancid um, right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sam, this is not like a 24-hour department store, like a, 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 a 24-hour Walmart-type place in town, is there? There absolutely is. There okay. absolutely is. It is in a place we haven't really talked about yet besides the, the Zero Session. Oh, is it the mall area? There is a large shopping district in the middle of Norfolk called Turntable Center, which used to be a railroad turntable that was sort of directing the rail lines in town, but has since been bulldozed and turned into like a, a shopping center, basically. So if you were looking for some sort of like 24-hour place, that would be that would be the place to go. So I'm 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 just thinking about like 
Rabbit's stressed out, and what he really wants is to check something off his list. And if I could run into a department store and come out with a couple extra helmets, is that the kind of place that would be open at this hour? Sure. Yeah, I think there's like a, I almost feel like it would be like a Dick's Sporting Goods or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if they have motorcycle helmets, but that's the kind of place that I picture has motorcycle helmets. <sighs> would this would this make sense to add some some like spice? I mean, like some like uh, some some complication to it. Could it be a place that is like, so, you know, places started stocking after like the whole VacuCon thing, monster hunting mm-hmm. gear. Oh, would it be a place that also yeah. has a ton of that around? Okay. Okay. Here's what it is. It's a gun store that's kind of been turned into an all-purpose mm. monster hunting supply depot kind of place. It kind of looks like a pawn shop with big bars on the windows and a 24-hour sign hanging near the door. In the windows, partially obscuring stakes and gleaming silver swords, is a huge banner that reads, Final Sale, Everything Must Go. Rabbit, you remember hearing that this place has been in trouble for a while. The people of Norfolk have Mm -hmm. rejected it, and the meager business it had accumulated over the past few years seems to have finally dried up. It turns out that when you build a store built around hunting people, those people aren't very interested in helping you stay afloat. Yeah, totally. Okay, um, I know we got a place to go and we're going there, but I think we should pick up some supplies on the way because we don't know what we're up against. Can anyone think of anything that we need or... I don't know, need to talk about. Well, we definitely need helmets. Yeah, I was and, thinking about that. And maybe you guys might want to pick up something that you can use to fight with. Moat kind of like, <laughs> Moat turns into a gun and Rabbit sh- like, like, f- like, f- like passes their hand through it and makes him change back. Just like, I, I think I'll be okay. okay. Moat and I can figure something All out. Okay. Is it just you that's going in, Rabbit? I guess so, unless anybody else wants to. Yeah, I think Rabbit's feeling pretty quiet and minimally communicative right now. So okay. how is rabbit presenting? You would have had time to change into a different appearance. Yeah, if you like. I, th- I think at this point, honestly, I think I think rabbit is still rabbit moon. I don't think he's really had the wherewithal to want to change right now, but he is going to keep his helmet on. Great. So, yeah, you pull Thumper up to the empty parking lot. There's maybe one or two cars here, maybe the owner and one other person who's using the lot for free parking while they shop somewhere else. You walk up to the front of this place and push in the front door, and there's a little bell that goes off as you walk inside. There's no one behind the counter at first, and you hear movement in the back as the bell dings behind you. There's guns mounted on the back wall, different types of ammunition. There's a big bin full of different types of crosses and stakes, and big industrial drums full of rock salt. Everywhere, there are little sale signs on a rotating display of brass knuckles, on the shelf below boxes of silver bullets, stuck to the wax of black candles, and the sealed lids of jars of dark maroon liquid labeled goat's blood. This place, it it would feel really, really weird to walk into a place like this in our world, and I don't think it feels that much more normal to walk into a place like this in Norfolk. Someone walks out of the back and puts their hands on the counter. You can see them watching you as you look through the displays. Hey there. This person's name is Perry Commonlaw. Perry Commonlaw? He is a craggy, shorter man in tennis shoes, loose jeans, and a polo shirt with a wide neck. He has a bald spot that peeks through hair that is mid-transition between black and gray. And Perry is going to use he, him pronouns. And no, no apparent myriad traits. No apparent myriad traits. Hey, uh, got helmets, like good ones? Uh, yeah, what what kind? Um, do you have any cute ones that are also good? Uh, cute? What What do you mean by cute? Uh, I don't know, like, like pink? pink? 
Oh, that, uh, was, that was fun, Sam. <laughs> let me see. Let me see. And he goes in the back. You, you talking about motorcycle helmets? Uh, yeah. Or I mean, any really, kind of helmet. It's all the same, right, man? It's like uh, something for the squishy brain in the skull. Okay, yeah. And he brings out a couple of helmets and kind of lays them on the counter. In my head, they're like dirt bike helmets rather than motorcycle helmets. Sure. But there is a pink one with like, I think it's like white with pink flowers on it. Cute. Yeah, that sounds good. It's clearly like a like a children's size kind of thing, but would probably fit Nami. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of other. There's like a black one. There's like a silver one. There's yeah. definitely one with the like fucking Punisher logo on it. <laughs> with like a blue stripe. Okay. I, I no, wasn't, it doesn't go no. so far as to mm-hmm. have a blue stripe, but it does have a fucking right. Punisher logo. Oh my on god! It. I was like, I was so much thinking I would just get like a, a black one for Kelly to match the aesthetic, but I want to get that Punisher one so bad. As a, as a goof, like as, as a rabbit to Kelly goof. I don't yeah, know. That would be a good time for that. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm trying to decide if that's something that <laughs> Rabbit would do. I think Rabbit's going to clock that it's there. I think Rabbit's going to get the black one and the pink one. Okay. I just want to say, just so everybody listening knows that we know this, Jonas keeps saying helmets to protect the squishy brain in the skull. Mm-hmm. We, we know that helmets don't actually protect the squishy brain in the skull. They they mostly just physically protect the outside and kind yeah. of soften the blow. And we're mm-hmm. aware that a high impact, your your brain just bounces mm-hmm. around inside of your skull and there's nothing we can do yeah. about that. Yeah. We know. We, and we, we, and we, we all, all, we all knew that it. the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we all love to think about it. When we're, when we're riding around on our on our bicycle in Los Angeles, we really love to imagine our brains fucking bouncing around in our skulls. It does help a lot. Helmets, yeah. helmets help a lot. They do. They do. Please wear your helmet. Please, please, God. If you ride a motorcycle or a bicycle, please, please wear your helmet. It, yeah. So, um, how much for the, the stakes there? They're going for 25 bucks. For the whole, for all of them? For a pack of three, yeah. How many do you have? How many packs? Yeah, like, s- s- say I wanted all of them. Um, it's, it's $25 for a pack of three. So, however many there are in the bin, you, that's that times 25. Can you like, check your inventory? I mean, if I'm you sorry, want them, I they're just, yours. And thank he walks you. over and leaves through some... some he, actually, I think he goes to a computer mm-hmm. and he types some stuff in and he says, looks like we got looks like we got 85 packs in the store total. There's uh, <sighs> a couple of them in the bin there and the rest are in the back. All right. Um, so that's like 2,000 bucks. I'm going to take everything in the bin. I'm going to come back for the rest tomorrow. Can you leave them in the back for me and I'll pay for those then and take them this is definitely a manipulate someone role sure <laughs> he's eager to move this inventory but a myriad walking into this particular store in the middle of the night with a motorcycle helmet on has his hackles up a little bit and he uh-huh. narrows his eyes at you yeah i can roll manipulate someone also where are you gonna put these on your motorcycle well so it sounds like there's not too many in the bin no no so there's like 12 my plan is just to buy those right now gotcha okay Hey, a six and a five. Eleven. Okay. So on a ten plus, they'll do it for the reason you gave them. Yeah. Which is that I will come back tomorrow to buy the rest. He says, okay, uh, sure. Yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll save the rest for you. You're coming back tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. I'll see you then. He rings you up. I'm just going to assume that you have some money. Yeah, so I, I, have a, I have a family card that, like, I can generally use for, like, basic purchases, but it's right. the kind of thing, it's like a work card, where if you make a huge purchase that looks weird, 
they're going to ask you about it. Right. I'll leave it up to you if this stands out, but a dozen a dozen stakes might. It depends on how closely they're watching me, I guess. But I have a card that is basically mine to use with potential consequences. The way I kind of want money to work in this game is I'm presuming that you all have some money. However, I can take hard moves against you to basically say you are running out of money or you have no money. Yeah. So keep that in mind as totally. as we progress. The, like the, the world we're playing in, you're still going to have to pay rent. So mm-hmm. he pushes these stakes across the counter to you and the two helmets crosses his arms and says, can I help you with anything else? No, that's all for now. Thank you so much. Yeah. He's just watching you as you pick this stuff up and leave. Yeah. Picks this stuff up. Do I have a bag to, to kind of carry a yeah, lot of yeah. it in? And then, a little plastic bag. Yeah, just going to uh, put that in the sidecar in a little space next to Nami. Next to Kelly. Sorry, uh, next to Kelly, yeah. And then hand my friends their helmets. Kelly and Nami, Rabbit is inside. Uh, what, what, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> What are the vibes? What is happening with you? There's a lot going on tonight. And this is this. I'm very curious how Kelly and Nami are feeling about everything. I think there's like <laughs> yeah. a, quite a bit of silence. Just like Kelly's just sitting there like staring at the moon. Aw. Kelly? Uh-huh. Listen, I know you're upset with me, but I was thinking, I think I have sort of an idea that might help. I know, I know my ideas aren't always the best and I know like you think I can be kind of dumb sometimes, but hey, listen. Whoa. Hey, no, what? I don't think you're dumb. I don't think, I don't think anyone's dumb. Oh, I, well thanks. But I think you have a godly, Naivety. Mm-hmm. C- carry on. <laughs> okay, so what I was thinking is that, okay, so you know how you were approached to join the task force thing? Yes, yeah. Okay, so what if what if we all joined it together and maybe that's Full how like I make hand up- Hand on face, like <laughs> palming like the, the forehead. Oh, I know, I know, I know they like- I know we don't like the police and everything, and I I get it. But like, what if we can actually? We're we're kind of doing what they want us to do anyway, just without supplies and stuff. And so maybe Ke- Kelly gets up out of the the sidecar and is like, both hands on head. We're kind of we're kind of but we're you, kind you of know doing what they want us to do already. Yeah, well, we're investigating a myriad issue. Investigate issues to solve problems, Nami. They push right. fucking papers around and they and they and they use up yeah. as many resources as they possibly can so that they can be like, oh, we ran out of money, we don't have enough money to do things. And then they don't they don't solve anything. They don't do anything. Like what we're doing, we're actually right. trying to help our community. And we are, and we are. We're doing like a lot of really good things, right? We yes, yes. But like, what if what if we did it and then that means they're not like chasing you and they're not chasing me anymore? So do you, you think know what it I mean? will be enough for them? For you? You you fessed up to being friends with the cryptid and you broke yeah. a a wanted alleged murderer that is also a myriad 
out of jail. Yeah. And you've been on Mm -hmm. the lam. And so you think if you go back to them and you just go like, oh, yeah, you know, I did all this, but I'm just going to be a part of the task force now. Like, so everything's cool. Uh Uh-huh. I just I just want this to be so clear, Nami. Uh Uh-huh. You talked to the police about knowing the cryptid and being friends with the cryptid. Right. You, You broke someone out of jail which honestly that's that's a positive i'm i'm with you on that and then okay. ended up in the house of someone who's trying to kill me yeah that was crazy i went to that house and i was in it well i didn't tell you to go that's i was why I coming to help you and then and then i know i bring everybody to jillian's place and walk well, i Here's the thing that I don't like, Nami. And this is the last thing I want to say about it right now. And I'll think about your little task force idea. I, I don't mean to be demeaning right now. I apologize. But it's... That's it's okay. I Things are very complicated. And I don't like that this entity of the police and the city and everything is making me frustrated with you and my friends because I like you a lot. Mm-hmm. You you and yeah. Rabbit make me feel very comfortable. But when I have to be concerned that you don't understand the world that you're living in now, and so that negatively impacts me, then I belabor these things because it feels like you don't get it. What? I don't think you're being very fair because like, I haven't been here for very long. There's a lot that I've learned. I've learned a lot of things and I've, I'm functioning and, and I'm, I'm doing things that, that humans do all the time. Like I have a job and I have a place to stay and I, 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 I take care of people and I make sure that they get what they need. Nami. But some things I don't get. Nami, you've been here as long as the world has taken to adapt to knowing that there are monsters. How about you adapt Mm -hmm. to humans? Okay. Just, Just enough to know what you should and shouldn't do. That could really negatively impact your friends. Because the world is not as pleasant as you are. Okay. I'm sorry. I will think about your idea. Okay. 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 I'll do better. Kelly, Rabbit drops a bag of steaks into the sidecar. And hands you a black helmet, simple black motorcycle-ish helmet, and Nami more of a dirt bike pink helmet, or white with some pink flowers on it. This is so cute. Oh, thanks. I asked if they had any cute ones. Thank you. I'm going to put it on my head. Thank you. You're welcome, Kelly. Safety first. And Kelly puts on the helmet. All right. Vroom, vroom. 
Hi, everybody. It's Keeper Sam. Thanks so much for tuning in to the new episode of Pest Control. Things are heating up, I think. <laughs> Wait until you hear the back half of this episode. This is the last episode before the ARC finale. So be prepared in two weeks time for the final showdown of this arc. After we wrap up this arc, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. The first episode after the arc is done will be a sort of downtime session. And then after that, we are going to be playing a totally different game for one session in order to sort of expand the scope of the world and talk a little bit about where things are in the community of Norfolk. Look out for more information about that as we get a little bit closer to that episode premiering. If you're enjoying the show, why not tell a friend or leave a review on some sort of podcasting platform that you enjoy? Every little thing really does help. We are a completely independent show, which means we don't pay for advertising. Other than our podcast network, Q Times, the only way that people are going to find the show is if people like you tell them about it. So we'd really appreciate your help getting the word out about the show. We can't do it alone. If you're interested in interacting with us places other than your podcast feed, we're on Twitter at Pest Control Pod, on co-host at Pest Control, and on Discord, there is a link in the description of the episode that should take you right to our Discord server. We're also on the Actual Place Discord server, which is run by the good folks over at Thornvale. Those are all good places if you want to come talk to some people about Actual Place and this show and other shows. The next episode, our ARC finale, will be out March 5th. See you then. Our promo this week is for our friends at Nameless Monsters, a fellow Monster of the Week show set in the strange town of Triple Springs. Go check them out. Welcome to Nameless Monsters, an actual play podcast currently running Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. Think things are strange in your neck of the woods? Try Triple Springs on Versailles. Max is going to take a second. She's been schlepping this person-sized duffel bag. She's going to put it down, undo the combination lock, and she pulls out a belt of grenades. Max, you're the government person, so I don't want to, like, tell you how to do your job. Join Brad, Mags, and Morris as they try to navigate the weirdness facing them at every turn. Oh, no. Starting out strong with a six. Oh, no. <laughs> I've got two charm and everything. Brad is so charming. She shoots you. <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nameless Monsters. Catch us every other Wednesday on your favorite platform. And happy hunting. The rain is coming down heavily now as Thumper streaks through a deep puddle and up over a speed bump into the empty parking lot of Wilson Dillard High. It rings off the tall chain-link fencing that encircles the entire school, blocking any significant view of the school's first story, and gusts of wind try to coax the plastifabric windscreen from where it's attached with zip ties. The windscreen was a dark green at one point, but the color is only visible in stops and starts now. Instead, most of what you can see is painted over by dozens and dozens of beautiful, colorful street art designs. Abstracted water towers, mines, massive signatures, great grasping hands, mouths full of fanged teeth and forked tongues. Something we haven't really talked about since the Zero Session is that Norfolk used to be covered in this stuff. As long as they avoided windows, artists from town were encouraged to make their mark, 
and the best ones were sought out by local businesses or the city council. There was a code amongst the artists, such that anything unsavory or hateful was quickly covered, leading to an evolving kaleidoscope of work as artists attempted to outdo each other for prime real estate. However, as the city began to integrate Norfolk into its wider metropolitan area, mollifying potential real estate investors became a primary concern especially after a rash of incidents where recent investors awoke to find their doors placed between the ass cheeks of prominent city political figures. Now the street art has been pushed back to the fringes, underpasses, back alleys, and the fencing of Norfolk's abandoned high school. Um, And I I just want to appreciate that about this community because I think that is a constant reminder of like things the city has taken away. I think that especially resonates with Rabbit. I think Rabbit really, really appreciates the street art around here. And like, it's one of those things that, because Rabbit does a lot of stuff. And I think that's one of those things he's always wanted to do and never had the opening. So he does take a moment just to kind of bask in it and audibly say, wow. Yeah. I think the camera sees your motorcycle headlight kind of like pan through that fabric from like the opposite side of the fence. And it just like illuminates this really beautiful street art. And now y'all are parked in the parking lot of Wilson Dillard High. Wilson Dillard High is a low two-story brick and concrete building. The grounds are littered with trees and shrubbery that have started to become overgrown alongside the building's abandonment. Until a few years ago, the high school was an easy commute surrounded by community, with teachers valiantly fighting class sizes and clinging to funding that slipped further and further out of reach. Now it's a husk, glowering at passerby in the rain, a reminder that the kids here are bussed away to schools in the city before the sun is even up, severed from their surroundings. Lightning flashes across the fence, long enough to illuminate the large padlock chaining it closed, and thunder booms overhead. What do y'all do? Get in investigating, huh? Um... Does anybody know what room that they usually meet in? It's in the gym. Yeah, they meet, they meet in the gym, Yeah, from what I remember Elio saying. Listen, uh, w- there might be no one here. We gotta be prepared for anything in there, right? It could be totally empty. It could be myriads hiding out. It could be a crime scene. Uh, how, do we all feel like, I don't know, emotionally, mentally, physically prepared for whatever we might find in there? Um, Nami pulls out her sword. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Cool. Um, I have a Sam question, Richardson. Yeah. The glass that was like breaking and stuff is was it just was it just light bulbs? So far you've only seen light bulbs. Things that would get like surges of electricity or something. Actually, let me amend that. When Nami chopped the thing's arm off and then it kind of like boiled away, the glass in there was glass from light bulbs, but it was also other stuff. You saw little chips of mirror and mm-hmm. the the glass from like car windows and stuff like that. Okay. And we've also seen the shattered light bulbs in rooms that have other non-shattered glass, right? Like that have had like a window that was still intact or a mirror that was still intact. Correct. Or yes. a cup. Yeah. Okay. Kelly, do you need a weapon? I um I grabbed some stuff from the store. To be honest, really just cuz I didn't want anyone else to have it, but if you think you could make use of it against, you know, an actual threat, it's there. No, I'm fine. Uh, okay, I am cool. gonna change though. Oh, I don't, for sure. Yeah, I don't want to be like doing too much of this stuff without being. And then look, hard looks at Nami, mm-hmm. the cryptid. 
Mm-hmm. Rabbit instinctively looks around. And actually, I do want to read a bad situation, so maybe it's a good time to actually look around. Sure. Yeah. Well, Kelly's changing into cryptid. That's a 10. Plus two. Hold on that for just a second. Figure out which questions you want to ask. Kelly, we have not seen the cryptid's costume on screen. So will you describe it for us? Oh. Yeah. So I will say I'm like, I'm like hiding behind like a dumpster or something. Like I'm, I'm, I would not be changing at all if I wasn't like sure I couldn't be seen by people. Right. It's all earth tones. It's like these like deep, dark brown, like it's almost furry, at least like the chest torso area is, but the rest of it is very malleable, almost like workout shirt like long sleeve mm-hmm. workout shirt material kind of stuff. A little bit of like spandex, like that kind of thing. And head to toe, dark, dark brown, earthy tones. But then on the back, like connected like to the wrists of the sleeves and everything, there are it, uh, like a flying squirrel kind of thing, but like kind of resembling wings a little bit, you, mm-hmm. you know, like a shearer material, something that is like, but but very, it, it stretches. It's like obviously like, yeah. it's also, it's like mostly spandex or something because it like does not impede mobility at all and would be something that like if it got caught on something would be very, very easy to just rip. And then finally... It, there's like a full like morph suit mask essentially like mm-hmm. the face completely covered it isn't like one of those you know you can see the nose and the mouth like kind of yeah. thing it, it is like you like can't slender see. man yeah it's like slender man sure completely but then there are two big led glowing red eyes that can be turned on and off mm-hmm. with with like a switch like in Kelly's palm. Something that can't be activated accidentally, though. Right. You know? And those those can, like, flash super bright, right? Yes. To, like, throw yeah. people off. Really bright. It's, like, to throw people off and also just to intimidate for the most part. But I want to be clear, the eyes are, like, kind of up a little bit on, uh, on the forehead. Like, yeah. those, like, okay. the glowing eyes. So that, like, Kelly can see unimpeded through the mask. Right. And then finally, like, the top is, like, there's a little bit of, like antenna mm-hmm. a- and like the the head is like a little fuzzy on on the top as well like around a, a like again this whole thing is a little bit fuzzy because like this this is made to look as like close to a uh, home crafting like cosplay of mo- the mothman that you possibly mm-hmm. can yeah yep mm-hmm. and is the idea that the mothman has existed as a legend for a while and you are co-opting that or yes. you are okay not not that you are the reason for it but like exactly. you are it's a, the mothman like nessie sasquatch all of those things ex- like those are myths that may actually be real now. well we confirmed we, we know Nessie's now. real because she has tea yeah. time with, uh, with, with our good old <laughs> friend Henrietta, Henrietta but yeah it was just like <laughs> as Kelly was coming up with like what his costume was gonna be or whatever he was like oh yeah I'm gonna be like you know I, I'm sure he like did a couple of rounds of like cycling through like he was the Sasquatch for a little mm-hmm. while or something mm-hmm. or like and just and finally that suits too heavy yeah and... it's like oh it doesn't it people are like are you just what are you like it's just like you can't make it look good enough they're like are you a bear are you a, mm-hmm. a rabid dog mm-hmm. and it's just like no like no I'm 
I'm the cryptid. And the the Mothman is just so immediately recognizable and evocative that like Kelly was like, okay, this is like a depiction of a creature, of a monster, of you know, a myth, a legend. Yeah, I want to not right now, but I I want it to be in all of our heads. At some point, I want to revisit the moment that Kelly like debuted the Mothman costume for the first time and it worked and it like really like worked. It's just something for us all to think about. I also want to take a moment, not again, not to extend this, but like when I was when I was really young, uh, I stayed I would stay up really late. I had trouble sleeping. And I would stay up and like sleep on the couch in the living room. Mm -hmm. And I would often like put the TV on and like fall asleep to the TV. Yeah. I was super, super young. And there was this like special on the Mothman or whatever, just like the stories of people feeling like they had legitimately seen it. And it's like, and they talk about basically like seeing these beams that are basically like headlights or whatever. They would see it outside of their their house. And I remember being truly, truly just like struck and like creeped out by this idea of seeing these like glowing lights. And someone had like a story of like where they were returning home and they saw the lights from inside their house, like like mm. like just boom, like come on like through their window. And that's that's why like that's one one of the things like with the lights, I want it to be like a, an unsettling Scary. like boom. like because mm-hmm. you would think like beams two beams coming on like that. It's like, oh, it's a car. But what happens what happens like logically in your brain if that's inside of your house? Right. Or if that's right. or if like, it starts like bounding towards you instead yeah. of a smooth yeah. So Kelly's costume is a little scary. Have we seen it before? Yes. You're, okay, cool. And fa- I think I feel like Nami and Rabbit maybe helped make it. Yeah, that makes Ooh, sense. Ooh, okay. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Your read a bad situation. Yes. Which questions are you asking? So I can I can hold these to ask like later in this, right? Because I think all I want to ask right now immediately from the outside is what's my best way in? So because the Myriad support group is hosted in the gym, there is like an accessible way to get into the gym that people will not then think, oh, somebody broke in here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's like a door with like a key. And as long as you have the key and like open the door like it would it was somebody using the myriad support group no Mm -hmm. one will be like oh someone broke in here you know what i mean they'll just assume oh yeah they had another session this week or like something yeah if you try to like break in through the windows or like you know go in through the front door you're much more likely to leave evidence that Uh you're breaking in and you're much more likely to run into any sort of security or other systems that have been put in place in order to keep people out of this place with that door so this is uh, follow me here but there's like i'm picturing like the kind of door like from the inside you would push on like like that long horizontal bar that Uh pushes into itself right and could in theory like be gaffed shut so it's like kind of if people are coming and going right so you can kind of like stick that in i know that those also lock and unlock with like an allen wrench from my days in theater oh Is, is it possible that if unlocked that it can be like locked and unlocked also with like an Allen wrench in the thing if you have the right size or some way to jimmy that? Yeah, I think so. I think that makes sense. Y'all are still outside of the fence here. Mm -hmm. So what I want to know is how do you get to that door? Because that that is an exterior door. Like that is not, you don't have to go into the school to get to that door. But how do you three 
go from the parking lot to that door. I think Kelly, or sorry, Rabbit would like uh, notice that, pass that on, and probably look to Kelly for how to get in there. That's kind of their expertise. And while Kelly's either thinking or explaining that, I'm also going to take out just one of the three packs of steaks and just stash the rest under that dumpster that Kelly changed behind. Cool. Just like hide it out of the way. But I'm going to keep three on the motorcycle just in case. Sounds good. I'm uh, I'm going to roll first and then we'll determine okay. what happens here. You're using your move here, right? I'm using burglar. Yeah. Okay. Would it make sense to help with this since I'm kind of using the, um, the information oh, I just gained about that I'm door? So, I'm so sorry that I rolled before you said that because you were... You really, really, really don't. I got a 12. I'm I was going to say, you, your reaction could go either I'm way. Sorry, so, okay. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. You're fine. You're fine. I don't need to. Kelly, how I'm going to let this ride for all three of you. So how do you get yourself, Rabbit, and Nami all the way to this door? Like I pictured the next shot after you do this is the door creaking open. You would see it from the inside. You know what I mean? So how do you get there? Yeah. I mean, I don't trust in any situation that there aren't like cameras or something like in mm-hmm. in any form, even if it's kind of an abandoned place, like there are people who meet here and that kind of thing. So I, I'd be like, as we're going along, like scoping out cameras, like I get to the edge of like the fence line, like go around as much as possible and have moat. If moat can like go and basically disable the cameras every once in a while like or i was thinking or just like pass in front of it as we do yeah, and just yeah, kind of like yeah. be like a flash of light in front of it like a lens flare kind it's of thing like, or it's like yeah it's one of those videos where it'll end up on it's YouTube. an orb it'll end up yeah, on youtube it's, a, it's yeah. an orb it's a ghost orb yeah some friggin like deep voice dude would be like did you see that you might have missed it yeah i love that and i think you know you guys are moving around this place there definitely are security cameras it's good that you rolled a 12 yeah (laughs) why can't nami just stab all the cameras though hmm a valid point (laughs) (laughs) i don't Um, know about that one (laughs) so and and you get yeah rabbit you direct moat to kind of like move in front of the cameras just at the right moment so y'all can make it through here undetected yeah, the three that I am going to choose, by the way, are, are you get in undetected, you find what you are after, and probably you get out undetected, which is interesting, but, like, because the, the other one is you don't leave a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but I feel like that will be determined. Yeah, we'll yeah. see whether do, you leave a mess determined. or not. You also could say that, like, the weird ghost worms are a bit of a mess. Like, we're not detected, sure. but, but it's definitely a sign that something happened here. Even if it yeah. can't necessarily be traced to us. That's true. I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll see if it's more than that. <laughs> we'll see. Y'all push open this door to a completely darkened gym. There are those bleachers. I don't know if you guys had these at your high school, but there are those bleachers that are uh, automated that kind of fold up against the walls. And then you can kind of flip a switch and they like woo, kind of move out. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are two sets of those on opposite sides and a big full-scale basketball court in here. There is a folding table or a pair of folding tables that are stacked up against one wall along with some kind of fold-out chairs. They're not the exclusively metal kind. I picture them as kind of being a little bit nicer than that because ostensibly these were brought in by the support group and they want people to like be a little bit comfortable, as, as comfortable as they can afford while this whole thing is going on. So they probably have a little bit of plush, you know, on the seat and on the back part 
And I think there are probably a couple of different sizes of them because they recognize that not everyone who attends this thing is going to be like normal human shaped necessarily. So it is completely dark in here. Those are the basic shapes you can see with the light that is filtering in from behind you from the doorway. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed yet, Sam? Yes, there is. There's one thing you see a flashlight sweep by the doors that head into the school on the opposite side of the gym. And you hear the echoing sound of very, very faint footsteps, but it sweeps past the doors and continues down another hallway. So you suspect, at least for the moment, the security that is here has not noticed you. Okay. It does sound like a security. There's no one in here. I mean... Do we have any reason to stay? I guess it's like whispering, huddling close, just like, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? Like, I, I, I'm kind of at a loss here. I feel like we found a whole lot of nothing. I feel like maybe this would, this is a lot of space, you know? So if we, if there was a way for us to wait a minute, <laughs> if there was a way for us to fight this thing now, would you guys be ready for it? Um, <laughs> moat, moat, like nods viciously. Uh, may, may, maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay. Wait, okay. wait. Hold on. Maybe, maybe. Kelly, uh, Sam, well, I want to try something. Kelly, I just want to. Okay. Be, I just want to say, Kelly is like completely like dumbfounded, like silent, like <laughs> what, what? <laughs> now I noticed when reviewing the use magic spell, there is something. That says you can summon a monster into the world, right? Oh sure. my god. Yeah. Can I summon the monster that we've now seen you, into this gym? You can certainly try. Okay. Wait, do you know, we know any weaknesses or um <laughs> I don't know. Can you do you can you say what what can hurt it? Uh, hey Sam, what's the best way to protect the victims? <laughs> <laughs> that we well, are about to become. See, yeah. Let's I don't see know. what Nami rolls first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I rolled a ten. Ooh. Okay. Dami, what does this look like? Well, you know it's got to be pink. Yeah, it's still, um, oh, we, we already knew it was pink. <laughs> we already knew. I think <laughs> Nami takes her sword and sort of like drags it onto the ground a little bit into a circle and then makes like uh, some sort of shape in that circle. I'm thinking like a triangle sort of shape. Uh, and then there's a bright pink light. Okay, there's a bright pink light that momentarily illuminates this darkened gym and when it fades it does not appear anything has changed are there any mirrors in this room um no not that you can see are there any new doors in this room after that just happened not that you can see okay i'm gonna roll trust your gut (laughs) okay it's my alternative weird move Okay. Mm. We're all being weird today. When you consult your instincts about what to do next, roll plus weird. I would like to do that. Okay. This is plus weird, which is a zero. I got a seven. So the keeper will tell you a general direction to go take plus one forward as you explore that. Kelly, you are drawn to the light switches in this room. You feel something in your in your like gut pulling you that way. I have a thought. Mm-hmm. I flick on my eyes. Okay. Two beams of light like emerge out into the gym 
and you sweep them across the dusty bleachers and the basketball hoops that have been raised up and the floor that at one point was probably really nicely waxed, but has since faded without its regular maintenance. And it does not appear that there is anything new in this room. As the lights pass over the basketball hoop, Moat takes the shape of a basketball and just kind of dunks himself over and over again. <laughs> Soundlessly. Okay. Swish on that. So it does not appear it does not appear that anything has changed. Then Kelly flicks the eyes back off and then okay. goes starts towards the, the light switches and whoa, 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 whoa. says to the other two, I think we should probably get some sort of uh, light in here, right? Something for well, it to explode. That's mm-hmm. that's not a bad idea. I I, I mean, well, th- there's logic to that. It is sound, but I did hear a security guard walking around outside. I, let's, I guess let's make sure that they're not near, at least, if I could just kind of peek out and so we can time it right, because I don't want them to see the lights shining in here and come bust our cover, you know? Sure. But uh, st- stand by the switches and I'll, I'll give you a thumbs up or probably moat will okay so rabbit you walk over to the other end of the gym to peek through those doors into the school yeah and i think i want to like just make sure because they they have like a route it seems like so i want to make sure they're Mm -hmm. not approaching us right now or if they are let them pass and then time it that way why don't you give me your last read a bad situation hold what question are you asking here sure how yeah how much time do we have before the guards route brings them back here You see the flashlight making its way through a hallway that is like two turns down. They are headed towards the opposite side of this school. You think that you probably have about 10 minutes given given the size of the school and the fact that it's two stories. Cool. All right. um, Well, if that's the only one, this is probably the best time. Moat. And Moat just changes into a thumbs up hand. Kelly, you walk over to the light switches. Yeah. And Kelly, Kelly walks over and then like looks towards Nami. Nami is going to go towards the nearest door. And then Kelly looks towards Rabbit one more time. (laughs) Rabbit mirrors the thumbs up. And flicks the switch. Kelly, you flick the switches on and the lights boom, 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 come up in this gym. Suddenly you are all blinking against these, these bright fluorescent lights. And with the lights fully on now, Kelly, you realize that directly next to the light switches is a switch to fold out the bleachers. And with all these lights on, like we still haven't seen anything, right? Nope. No sign of anything else here. You right. would expect that to be noisy, right? The bleachers? Yes. Yes, okay. you would. I'm going to make sure the doors the, uh, between me and the security guard are locked, I mm-hmm. guess, for whatever that's worth. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Kelly's going to. They are. Kelly's going to shrug and flick the switch mm-hmm. for the bleachers. <laughs> These bleachers start to fold out from the wall. They're slow. I mean, it's not meant to be a fast procedure, but they slowly are kind of like moving, moving, moving out from the wall. And after a couple of minutes, they they finish and lock into play. They kind of choom and lock into place. I'm going to go look behind them. I want to look behind the other ones. Actually, I'm going to stay by the door. You two look. (laughs) I'll look behind one and Nami will look behind the other. There are doors behind the bleachers. Both of them? There's six doors Mm. on each side. Six doors on each side? Sam, that's 12 doors. That's a lot of doors. That's a lot of doors. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm going to walk up through to the first door with my sword out and I'm going to swing it open. The door kind of creaks open. Again, these doors, I, I, I want to hammer this point home. These doors don't look like Kelly's apartment. They don't look like the door that Kelly saw in the Aruna household. These look like school doors now. This is the same kind of door that you came in. I think there's even probably a push bar on them. And Nami, you, you push the push bar in and push the door open. And you see that same space that you saw in Kelly's apartment. But this time there is something standing there waiting for you. And it reaches out with claws and grabs you, Nami, and tries to pull you back in through the doorway. Give me an act under pressure. Nami! <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a seven. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to give you a hard choice, price to pay, or worse outcome. Nami... You can escape this thing's grasp, but you're going to lose your sword inside here. No. No? Okay, great. Then it pulls you inside, and with the other hand, it shuts the door. Nami, you are plunged into darkness beyond the fire coming from your sword, and this thing's claws begin to sink into you. You take two harm here. You have armor. Which means you only take one, which is great. But Nami just got pulled through a fucking door. Uh, Rabbit and Kelly, what do you do? I feel like I don't know that. Oh, okay. Because yeah, Kelly, Kelly's yeah. on the other side of the room. I'm on the other sure. side of the room behind the, the bleachers. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, Kelly is like currently opening one of the doors. <laughs> God. Okay, okay. Great. Love it. If possible, Rabbit was watching both his friends very intently, maybe sharing a little bit of information with Moat to kind of like bounce back and forth. I think that forth. makes sense. So Rabbit, you see Nami just get yanked through a door and the door shut behind her. Against his better control and judgment, Rabbit yells, No! And and rushes for that door. Kelly, 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 come on, come on, come on! It's like right as right as Rabbit like yells yells the no. Like I'm trying to decide if Rabbit would be selfless to say Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Sure. Probably not. I don't okay, know. Okay, okay. Well, uh I'm yeah, because like Given this reckless, whole conversation that y'all have just recently had. Uh, bro, 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 come on, come on, come on. Let's just go with bro. Okay. If right. that's okay, is that is that does that fit into Kelly and Rabbit's yeah, relationship? Sure. Okay. I think that's fine. Yeah. As soon as the no go gets out, like I I picture like Kelly's like hand is is on the push bar, and is like has pushed it enough that it's like about to open, and then like and then stops at hearing at hearing the no, and like rushes around like sprinting towards the other side where Rabbit is going. Kelly, I just want to give you this. As you turn around and you are looking out through the bleachers, you realize from this position behind the bleachers, you would have perfect sight lines on the gym staring out through the cracks and no one would be able to see. Yeah, I figured that. I want you to know this is like just like my high school. Good, great. I, I have been underneath, like, behind the bleachers before, like, and this yeah. is, I, I, it's exactly what I'm picturing, yeah. So you two rush for the door that Nami just got pulled through. I need you both to give me an act under pressure roll. Yeah, that's fair. Cool. Because something and that's might plus happen cool. if you don't get there quick enough. <laughs> I don't think I, any of my read a bad situation is relevant here, so. Okay. So that's a seven. And I rolled an eight. I have plus one cool, which is a nine. And I just have to ask, would this fall under the plus one forward that I use to explore the trust my gut? Hmm. 
Yeah, I'm going to say that it does. So that's a 10, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Kelly, so here's here's the deal. As y'all run towards these doors, the doors begin to disappear. Oh, that's right, because she made the magic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kelly, you get there in time. You can go through the door. Rabbit, here is the consequence that I'm going to give you. You are going to make it in time, and you will get through the door, but the last door will disappear right behind you, or uh, you are stuck here. So either I'm going to get stuck on one side of the door. Yep. And Kelly's getting to the door before me and going in either way. Yep. I'm going in. Then you two plow through this door, and the last door disappears behind you.